Did we do it? Yeah. I'm in the main frame. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh, welcome everyone listening and talking. Yay! Yay. Woohoo! Uh, this is Paranormal Captivity, and we are so freaking excited to have Christine Schieffer from Man That's Why We Drink On. Woo! I'm yes. I'm the excited one. I can't wait. <laughs> I, I listened to M's episode and I was like itching for my turn. I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, well, as both I feel like I am just in the presence of greatness with both of you guys because you guys were both my catwalking inspirations. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Well, I heard you talking about the Junie Zoo in the episode with M, and I was so flattered that you remembered Junie's little zoo <laughs> enclosure. My God, I think about it constantly to the point that I just need to pull the trigger and like actually get a little a little uh, situation over here for us. I love what you're doing with Shadow, and I the first time I posted a picture of Junie on a leash, I got a lot of like mean comments like jokingly but like kind of kind of mean people are like what's the matter with you blah 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 you're one of those people and i was like i mean i guess i am so i just kind of leaned into (laughs) (laughs) so i leaned into it and then all of a sudden like the tides have turned and now people are like all about it and are like i tried it too because of you so you know i I just like to think that i like forged the way um for a new kind of america (laughs) and uh you're welcome yeah I mean, I definitely thank you. And I did actually just the other day, I went on a little social distance walk with a friend. And we actually, as we were walking around our neighborhood, saw a woman walking her cat in her front yard (gasps) with a little leash. So I think it's sweeping the nation, dare I say. Sweeping the nation is a great (laughs) word for it. Yes, indeed. We're all losing our marbles at home. So might as well bring our cats. That is true. Yeah. How is everyone doing in quarantine with their cats? Little little cat quarantine update. I mean, I'm I'm down two cats. You're down two cats? I'm down two cats. I found one in the streets and so I had three for a second, and now two of them are on vacation. Oh, wait, <laughs> where are they? <laughs> Yeah, it really makes it sound like you like that's like a euphemism for sent them to the farm. It does. I mean, I I I'm did scared. send them to the farm. <laughs> You're frightening our, me. Our parents' farm in Virginia. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. No, one of my cats mm-hmm. is like the ultimate homebody, so mm-hmm. he doesn't leave my presence. But the other, well, one of the one that I found on the street, I was like, I don't want three cats so (laughs) she belongs to my mom now um and then my other cat from um albania is just a little wild and gets pent up so he needs some time to like run in the woods and kill things oh you know as we all do yeah i get it yeah (laughs) (laughs) well i'm home with juniper and he's a pain in my 
rear end. I don't know if we're allowed to swear on this show. Um, oh, absolutely. Yes, you are. <laughs> oh, great. But uh, no, he like goes through these phases where he either is like obsessed with me and wants to like lay on my lap all day or he, I don't know, I guess just absolutely despises me and tries to like, <laughs> you know, throw himself out the window and uh, <laughs> crawl up the chimney he did one time. Like, I mean, I don't know. He's kind of kind of lunatic. I mean, have have you talked to him about drugs yet? Because it sounds like <laughs> it might be time. <laughs> I think there are a lot of chapters in here I was going to mention that I'm pretty sure I'm going to need to have like a full blown uh, weekend, you know, conversion <laughs> session with him or something. <laughs> oh, wait, that's genius. We actually should have, you know, in, in terms of how many items there are in this book that we read. Uh, we really, it really should. It le- lends itself to like a full weekend type like retreat yeah. situation. Retreat. That's a, that's a good word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just mm-hmm. think we'd, we'd uh, make some bank on that. So. Oh my god, we probably well, hang on. Well, I guess we'd have to watch like a hundred cats, so that's the one downside. <laughs> but other than that, I'm in. <laughs> that's true, and we don't know. You know, according to this book, we also don't know what their ideals are or moral where their morality that's lies. true so we could be corrupting mm-hmm. our cats which i guess is the maybe the downside oh god mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. guys we have read the i like i almost don't even have words like it's ridiculous no, but maybe a masterpiece but also <laughs> just a lot of different things um we read how to talk to your cat about gun safety and abstinence, drugs, Satanism, and other dangers and threats that dangers that threaten their nine lives. I have forever been changed. <laughs> <laughs> I do believe I have too, as hopefully my cats will be in the future. <laughs> oh my god. This was wild. I don't even know how to begin or what to say. <laughs> I don't even, I, I don't either. I feel like there were so many times where I was like, you know, as you kind of get into the routine, like, not that you like expect, you know, where a book is going, but you can kind of get into the group right. writing. I feel like so often I was like jarred out of any sense of like, efficiency. <laughs> like the number of times I just like made Blaze, like I would like run into another room and find Blaze and be like, listen to this, this sentence. And he was like, wait, I thought this book was about guns. And I'm like, no, no, no. Now it's about cults. And he was like, wait, <laughs> I'm confused. I was like, me too. <laughs> I did start like highlighting and folding pages to be like, I need to bring this up. And then Me too. there just were too many. And I was like, I need to stop because <laughs> I will never Can't be able to bring read up all the of them. whole book. Oh my God, you guys, everything. one day Eva's going to donate that book to like a, I don't know, a bookstore and it's going to be like in a little sale and someone's going to pick <laughs> it up and flip through and be like, why are some of these sentences like highlighted and dog eared? <laughs> like somebody was taking this very seriously. <laughs> They're actually going to think that I was, like, trying to protect our great nation from the threat of horrible terrorist birds. <laughs> this was a trip. I feel like this is the kind of book where, I mean, honestly, in the big, like, two chapters in, I was like, I'm pretty sure somebody found an actual, like, brochure or manual for talking to your kids about these things, like a real life one, and then just inserted the word cat and added some things. <laughs> Yes, I actually, so I did some, as soon as I finished it, I was like, I need to know everything about this author, because there's not even, like, there's no author on the title yeah. page or in the front here, there's no title page, only at the very end is there, like, a little bit of a bio that's like, 
this guy Zach Auburn, I think is his name. Yeah, I think that you think you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was like it started out even being like you know talking about someone else who turns out to be his grandfather, <laughs> and then it's like Zachary Auburn is the current president of the American Association <laughs> of Patriots. And so I did a deep dive on him as far as I could online, and he just seems like I again kind of an enigma like the book like he seems like someone that i would a be friends with and b sometimes not understand his jokes if like in <laughs> life probably but christine you're totally right that's exactly how he started it because he said i found one interview with him with a portland newspaper and uh they were saying they asked him like what was your inspiration for this and he said it was actually an nra pamphlet <gasps> that was about talking to your kids about gun no safety. way oh my god uh, okay well his message clearly came through to me i was like this sounds like an actual <laughs> real life situation that's going on here <laughs> it just it pairs it so perfectly with like yeah like assuming your cat has the capabilities of a child but then also like uh, like keeping all of the same like cat puns and like america's cats have the fluffiest bellies and (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i wonder i was also thinking like how did he convince someone to publish this like how do you pitch this to the publisher i just don't know i really can't fathom it truly i actually think as far as i could tell in the interview it sounded like he he printed because it sounds like he's really big into zines too like he makes zines on his own oh he would be right and so it (laughs) sounds like he printed the first part the gun safety part as a zine and then it just started like flying off of whatever shelves they were on and so i got that makes sense that way yeah and then he like that makes sense the rest of it but you know what the whole time i was reading it i was like did they just find these random pictures on the internet and then just like that's all of this around that (laughs) (laughs) yeah what the hell (laughs) uh yeah what do you guys think how should we should we just kind of dive into like maybe the format of each chapter and then kind of like as we go call out our like favorite parts of the section sure yeah. I'm sure we'll all have something to say about each one. <laughs> that is true. And before we get to the drug section, I would like to point out that Julia just posted a very salacious picture of her cat indulging in Uh-oh. some catnip this morning. <laughs> did yeah, you, did was, you learn nothing? As I was, yeah. <laughs> it was as I was reading that section, I was like, you know what? I haven't given a <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> so you literally learned nothing as <laughs> In fact, you like unlearned something or you did the literal opposite. (laughs) Oh, boy. So we do start here in gun safety. So just even getting into it, there are lots of immediately pictures of cats cuddling guns. (laughs) Yep. 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 Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. Um, I guess each section kind of goes through like the same sort of format of like, do you need to talk to your cat about fill in the blank? And then goes through all the reasons that, yes, of course, you need to do it. And as Mm -hmm. soon as fucking possible and do it daily because this is a daily fight against. I love the parts that are like, so my cat finds a gun. What's the big deal? Like, so what if I'm just picturing the original pamphlet? Like, oh, so my kid finds a gun. What's the big deal? Like, I don't know. (laughs) That's so true. (laughs) 
Oh, man. I like his ever, ever-changing ever list of enemies. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I noticed that birds were definitely, like, a pattern. They're al- always birds of the enemy, which were apparently the yeah. kings of England or the kings of Europe or something. <laughs> Had bird <laughs> armies. Um, but then, I did you guys notice that, like... He brought up ghosts a couple times. He's like, "Oh, yeah." There was a ghosts. whole section yes. on fighting ghosts I and was what like, Wait, ammunition on. was <laughs> meant to actually hit ghosts. Apparently, you can shoot a ghost, which is news to me. Yeah, I know with the correct kind of bullet, which I loved the oh, details. Of course, <laughs> of course. Oh my god! Yeah, I was left wondering. I mean, this is just like a a little piece of like practicality for me because i hear from this book that like europeans are the enemies and their like liberal stance on everything but what if my cat is a european (gasps) oh shit you know that question was not answered for me (laughs) oh how no you need to ask for another a chapter or another book, I guess, part two. <laughs> Dear God, or maybe it's just too late for you. You're already giving your cat catnip and your cat is already <laughs> true. king of Europe, maybe? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I gave my American cat catnip. Oh, oh that's right. Okay. <laughs> my European cats. Oh, no. What if I sent my European cats into, <laughs> into the lion's den at, you know, our parents' nice, like, Oh, little no. innocent farm. What if I just like sent them to disrupt and like cause chaos over there? My agents of evil. As long as you didn't give them a gun to bring along, then I think it's okay. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny the idea of like taking a cat to the most like idyllic place as like that's gonna corrupt them versus living in like the middle of Baltimore like you do. <laughs> yeah they're way more likely to find a gun here (laughs) i will say he was like very good about detail because i mean i was dying laughing at the part where he said like what are some guns that my cat shouldn't use and the one about um the laser pointer or the one with any gun with like a laser pointer (gasps) um it Mm -hmm. says oh wait here it is your cat is likely to be more interested in the dot it makes than the deer burglar or communist in their sights (laughs) Like, what the fuck? <laughs> this guy's thought of everything. <laughs> he really does go into such detail. Like, that's the whole... I feel like that is what... I kept, like, laughing out loud just of, like, the surprise. Yeah, same. The endings of a bunch of sentences. <laughs> Can we also talk about the picture of the cat with the sword taped to its tail? <laughs> y- yes. Please. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Because that has nothing to do with gun safety, but it's still in there. Yeah, there are some really great, like, cutout sections of, like, it's almost like a textbook. It's almost like where you would find, like, a graph and, like, additional information. And the one that Julia is talking about, I actually just opened to, and the little excerpt here is, even if for some reason your cat can't use a gun, that doesn't mean he can't contribute to the defense of his home and country. With a sword, some duct tape, and a little bit of patience, you can transform your cat into an adversary so fearsome, they'll tell tales about it. T A I L S. I feel like over throughout the book it became more and more the puns just kind of like increased every paragraph. There were like more each chapter. Yes. He kind of gave up on like being subtle mm-hmm. with them. A hundred percent. Yeah. 
There were some great ones. I mean, the one of my favorites was the Furminist for Feminist. <gasps> That's good. <laughs> Furminist. I feel like we, Eva, you sh- I feel like you would wear a shirt that said that. Oh, I 100% need a shirt that said, we should have shirts that say that. <laughs> I know, TMTM, you guys should definitely make merch. Yeah. Yeah, why don't right. we? Oh my gosh, trademark that. Yeah, for sure. Even though it's already in this book. <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah, we have taken it for sure. Too late as ours now. Oh gosh. Okay, so gun safety. We go from gun safety. Should we go into mm-hmm. a ne- another section, or should we kind of say like round it off with like there are some sections of like some little bits. Oh my god, I forgot about this bit. So towards the end of each section, it kind of goes into like what could possibly undermine your training of or your talk mm. to your cat about these issues. And one of my favorite things was, uh, let's see, the number one promoter of unsafe gun habits is television. And then it goes into Tom and Jerry and Sylvester the cat (laughs) and how those representations are just (laughs) really detrimental to your cat to see. So be careful of those Sunday morning cartoons. I know, truly. I mean, I learned all the channels not to watch, which is like cartoons and like Animal Planet and basically anything with animals in it. It's really... uh, a variety variety of things i can't show my cat anymore it's a bummer that's true that's true yeah the normal watching habits mm-hmm. are uh mm-hmm. definitely down the drain <laughs> what did they call pbs too didn't oh. they like have a different name for pbs yes oh shoot i don't remember but it was something ridiculous uh oh here it is pornographic broadcasting station <laughs> That was in the abstinence chapter, in case anyone's wondering. Oh, yes, of course, of course. We'll get there. I'm jumping One ahead. One of my favorite chapters. Absolutely. <laughs> they definitely built on each other, for sure. I kept getting to a chapter being like, this is my favorite chapter. And then being like, oh, wait, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> well, so we go straight from gun safety. Speaking of other chapters, should we go to evolution? Please. Yeah. Well, in case you guys were wondering, you should also also talk to your cat about the lies of evolution. Big fat lies. <laughs> and if you're wondering if you need to talk to your cat about evolution, that is absolutely yes. Yeah. Cats today are bombarded with atheist propaganda from every angle, from mm. the godless degenerates who infest our entertainment industry. Whoops. <laughs> See? <laughs> That's oops. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, I love, I just love that the birds come back. I love that the birds are the ones that are going to take over the world if the cats don't uh, get involved. I don't, I don't totally follow the logic there, but I'm I'm into it. There were definitely a lot of leaps. I was definitely trying to be like, but I, you know, I guess that's part of the beauty of it is that like, so many of these conspiracy theories and like, you know, that's a good point. They kind of twist things so far anyway, that like, I kept being like, I, I get it. I get, like, what he's doing. It's so funny. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, I also love the idea that your cat should attend church with, church with you on a regular basis. Well, obviously. How else are you going to fight <laughs> these terrible lies? <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, I love the part where it was like, oh, your cat should, um, like, cats love to lie on paper. Why don't you uh, have them lie on top of a Bible? wait okay i mean my cat would probably that's probably the only thing in this book my cat would actually do yeah yeah the logic in this book was just like super fantastic 
I underlined Mm -hmm. a sentence here that was like, cat's tongues were made rough to show us how much God treasures our feline friends. (laughs) Joseph, father of Jesus, was a carpenter and cat's sandpaper-like tongues demonstrate to us how close to divine the Lord considers cats to be. (laughs) Oh my God. Like just the leap, like great connection. (laughs) I love that so, so good. And it's true. Like, this is probably the same kind of shit that you'd read in one of these, like, way out there pamphlets of, like, how on earth can you make that connection? But okay. Yeah. So true. And even in Christianity, too. Like, I feel like, you know, being raised in Christianity, you do kind of get a lot of that, too, of, like, oh, the, you know, I could totally see something being related to carpentry and then being like, oh, as Jesus was also a carpenter. And you're like, well, that was kind of a coincidence that that just yeah, came up. <laughs> a lot of people were carpenters. Yeah. Yeah. This developed for some sort of like functional purpose. No, you're wrong. It connects to the Bible. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, right. Because that part comes up as like a counter to evolution, right? Because it's in the evolution chapter, I think, of like, don't let anyone tell your cat the lie that its tongue was created but through evolutionary process. Instead, it's because Jesus was a fucking carpenter. (laughs) It's a symbol, not a function. (laughs) (laughs) Well, oh my god, I think one of my favorite, like, one of those points where, like, it seems to make sense for, like, a millisecond and then you're like, wait a second, is the one where they talk about how cats can uh, (laughs) land on their feet and they're like, well, don't tell... You know, people think evolution is proof of that because they can fall off a tall building and land on their feet. But think about this. Tall buildings weren't invented until a few hundred years ago. And I was like, wait a second. Hold on. I feel like in like a really quick glimpse, I was like, oh, wait, no. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with, uh, oh, wait, no, I'm not with you anymore. You lost me. <laughs> I did just, I forgot that one of my first, uh, like, sections that I dog-eared, excuse the term, in this uh, (laughs) cat-heavy episode, (laughs) but one of my first favorite lines of this entire book was, without Jesus in your cat's heart, your furry companion is a purring time bomb of degenerate chaos. (laughs) Oh my god! Wait, that's another merch item. You guys, you need to write these down, please. I know, purring time bomb. Like, that entire sentence is just rife with, like, slogan possibilities. It's so good. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's oh. a perfect uh, That's a perfect t-shirt design. I gotta say, I would buy that in a heartbeat. <laughs> um, I also love the one, the picture, like, you know, the little diagrams. There's, like, a picture of um, all these different cats wearing, uh, like, hats from around the world. Yes. Uh, and they're like, they might look different, but they're all cats. Uh, this proves that evolution is not real. I was like, wait, <laughs> this is another one where I'm just super pleased that a whole page is full of cats and like sombreros and, uh, you know, but I don't follow again. <laughs> and I like the methods for teaching your cats different things. Like, you know, don't bring a ball of yarn to your session when you're teaching. It might distract them. Like instead explain to them logically, like. How on the third day God created dry land so they could avoid getting wet. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first part where I actually thought, okay, this actually does make kind of sense. Like if you were to talk to a cat, that mm-hmm. probably would get through to them. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, actually. Yeah. And the part, wasn't there a part two that was like God created the like birds of the earth and the 
or the you know birds of the air and fish of the sea and then the next leap was like god did not mince words here he chose his words carefully mm-hmm. that means that <laughs> cats are supposed to be what is it what's the line of like um stewards of the earth as humans are <laughs> stewards of the earth oh my god <laughs> beautiful beautiful stuff oh my gosh well and going back to julia julia you are uh we were talking earlier about all of the fun themed items we were wearing today and uh we should probably talk about the dinosaurs since didn't you say you're wearing a dinosaur shirt i am wearing a dinosaur shirt you know i think now that i'm looking at it it's holding an airplane so it might be godzilla (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that's the media infiltrating again oh my god (laughs) Julia, how dare you? You need to take some of this advice yourself before you speak to your cats. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's kind of my fault, but also you gave me this shirt, so I'm blaming you too. <laughs> oh, shit. I thought I I'm did. I'm the only That's one not- in the clear. <laughs> Oh, gosh. This whole so this section here, the mention of dinosaurs comes when they actually talk about start talking about the full evolutionary process. And it's like, it just is so silly. It's so great and silly. They claim that most of our modern day animals evolved from monkeys, that at some point in the past, two monkeys made it and a kitten was the result. (laughs) (laughs) Science makes no sense, guys. That's all I have to say. (laughs) I mean, if there is one takeaway from this, I think it's that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And the Bible, you can really use it to prove any point you want ever is the other one. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, but the dinosaurs are listed here as dinosaurs giving birth to bears, sea urchins giving birth to penguins, <laughs> ducks giving birth to snakes, and other ridiculous Yikes. scenarios. <laughs> Yikes. I mean, oh abomination. when you say it like that, it does sound pretty ridiculous. Right? <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's pretty convincing. Huh? That's so true. That's so true. All right. So, yeah, evolution. Should we move on from evolution now that we know that it is a an intense and bald-faced lie? Yeah. <laughs> Complete hoax. I have one more line here at the last oh. the last line of this chapter. Uh, if anyone wants to learn more, um, you can also read uh, How to Talk to Your Cat About Jesus and How to Talk to Your Cat About the Abortion Holocaust. So <laughs> if there's anything that you feel like you've missed out from this uh, particular reading, you can uh, go check those out as well. Yeah, that list in the back of, like, all the additional resources is one of my favorite parts of this book. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, same here. (laughs) Yeah, and I think my favorite on that list is Georgia (laughs) O'Keeffe. Oh, yeah, I, uh, I, I'm partial to, uh, the hippies one and hosting a dinner party, because I just want to (laughs) know how either of those (laughs) would work. (laughs) Honestly, a t-shirt of that in just that style of like, you know, the queer eye, how you have like the like JVN and Bobby and Anthony, like yes. in that same style. I just want like all of these pamphlets listed out on a t-shirt. <laughs> the merch opportunities are endless. Oh, they're just, they're rife, rife. Right. Um, oh, actually here, I had another one uh, underlined before we go on to the abstinence chapter. Um, we have some more supernatural threats here that I underlined. Um, let's see. Oh, did they bring aliens into oh, this? Oh, maybe. One? Because I'm ready to rant again about cats being aliens. <laughs> Julia's <laughs> always ready to rant about cats being aliens. I've always, 
I, honestly, Eva's told me about this, and like I fully agree, and I I'm with you 100 percent on that one for real. Yeah, because it makes sense. I mean, nothing makes more it makes sense. total sense. Yeah, like where else would they have come from? I would agree. I would agree. Certainly not dinosaurs. Exactly, not dinosaurs. I mean, certainly not the divine cat. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. all right well let's let's go on to abstinence because julia i feel like you have a lot to learn (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah buckle up i mean i already made a mistake with all of my cats getting them spayed and neutered so i mean i'm going to hell obviously (laughs) i think bob barker is like the ultimate sinner here (laughs) propagating in the media spay and neuter your cats after every price of Price is Right episode. Oh my god, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, after every episode, he would always say, and remember, spay and neuter your pets. Oh my god, how random <laughs> and adorable, like precious. I know, he's a gem. I mean, apparently not anymore. Now we're supposed to, I guess, consider him part of, you know, the devil's team, but. Oh, of course, of course. That's true. What was the term before? It was the abortion holocaust. He is part of the abortion oh, holocaust. Oh god, yes. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> No other way to explain it. Yeah, this was definitely the section where things veered into, like, I feel like it gets a little progressively darker as it goes along, too. Yes, it does. I I think so, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this one was the one that I was, as I was reading through, I was like, this is a little bit too real to my childhood. Yes. <laughs> it's, like, on the nose, for sure. But, Jules, you said this was your favorite, your favorite chapter, too, right? Is it just such spot-on satire? It is pretty spot on. This is also where they mention the monarchs of Europe and their reptilian overlords. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is also where they talk about the show 2.29 and Pregnant, which is the cat version of 16 and Pregnant, which I like just I laughed for probably five straight minutes about that. <laughs> oh my god so clever there's even like a full graphic here of a cat watching 2.29 in pregnant (laughs) oh no it's such a tragedy i like how they put skulls next to the tv to like uh add to the fact that this is just like heathen heathen media i also really liked the argument that cats aren't meant to use birth control because they don't have opposable thumbs to open condom wrappers (laughs) that see that god he knows what he's doing (laughs) it's true again he did not mince words he did all of this on purpose that's right yeah i i know you guys were also you were raised in christianity right yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i went to catholic school for like 16 for my whole life and um yeah a lot of these i was like oh yeah i'm pretty sure i still have a pamphlet somewhere that says like (laughs) these exact words verbatim (laughs) it really does hit close to home it does and the thing that i thought was funny um was when they were like what are the benefits of like abstinence and there were somewhere i'm like oh i've heard that i've heard that and then they kind of went like way out there which is another thing that i'm like i'm pretty sure when we were actually told about abstinence there were somewhere you're like that scientifically makes no sense, but here it says that it's widely known that cats who refrain from premarital sex have much softer fur and fluffier bellies. And I was like, that's, I feel like that's some bullshit they made up in my classes too, where they were like, and I don't know, like your hair will be shinier or whatever it is. They like made up yep. literal bold lies. 
Oh, beautiful. No, that 100% too. I thought Mm -hmm. so too. I was like, wow, that feels really like I can't remember a specific time, but that feels like it's somewhere in my like body memory of those lessons. Yeah. Oh, God. So scary. (laughs) I also love the leap that then the next obvious step is to make sure that your cat finds the right mate and gets married. Oh, sure. In the eyes of God. Obviously. And how cute they will look in their tuxedo. Yes. Oh, of course, of course. I also <laughs> like that they addressed, you know, we don't want a kitten shortage. We want them to get married and have, like, massive families. Like, all the kittens <laughs> in the world, but under the right circumstances. <laughs> oh, God. I'm like, yeah, that sounds right. I remember that. Yep. <laughs> yep. Sounds familiar. Yeah, and, like, from a young age, too, mm-hmm. right? Don't they say, like, get your cat married as young as possible so that they can start creating a yep. giant family? Which we knew a lot of those, like, 12 kid families in our area. Go forth and populate the earth. Oh, I vey. <laughs> What's that called? Isn't that, like, the quiverful belief? <gasps> yes. Oh, my God. Yikes. Oh, man. Indeed. What was the one where they talked about, like, the difference between talking to your boy cat versus your female cat? Oh, yeah. I, like, totally forget what they said, but they said it was, like, a completely different conversation. Oh, and they talked about, like, oh, how I female think cats... I in the puberty section. Oh, you're right. You're right. That was totally the different one. Yeah, because they were talking about, like, wearing uh, skimpy clothing. I think that... <laughs> Um, I mixed that one up with abstinence, but we'll get there. Don't worry, everyone. Oh my God, we will get there. We've got so much to cover. So much uh, purity, feline culture to cover. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. One one last thing, too, is what <laughs> so horrifying, but I marked this page where it says, when your cat engages in premarital sex, three people are present. Your cat, your cat's partner, and Satan. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's like when I told you that Jesus was always watching whatever you were doing. Oh, exactly. Well, I think they even say that in this too. Like maybe later or maybe here too of like, you know, would you rather Oh, it is. It's in the premarital sex part cuz it's mm-hmm. like just tell remember to tell your cat that right, it's there are three people involved and one is Satan, but wouldn't they rather Jesus watch? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> wouldn't you rather no one of watch? Of course. <laughs> Yeah, that's a loaded question, I think. (laughs) (laughs) So the way that the abstinence chapter wraps up was pretty beautiful, too, in that um, the advice from the experts, which is another uh, brilliant pun and kind of pop out section here, Mm -hmm. which is uh, that, you know, you shouldn't be afraid to role play with your cat to make sure that they're ready (laughs) to confront these situations with confidence when these when they do come across situations where they are pressured to have premarital sex i forgot about that (laughs) that part was disturbing it was like make sure you make it as realistic as possible and put on a cat yeah outfit i was like oh god no no so ridiculous there's even a picture here of uh, you know the attempts at seducing your cat with a a uh, nice candlelit dinner table here and they suggest oh my gosh this part i started this i forgot about this don't be afraid to pull out all the stops when role-playing with your cat details are impertinent if you opt for a romantic <laughs> candlelit dinner remember to pair a poultry based cat food with a sauvignon blanc or a chardonnay or as fish is better suited to a pito noir or a riesling 
<laughs> this book is chock full of tips, and I'm so appreciative. <laughs> I mean, now we have like a wine brand to go along with our merchandising line of, you know, cat food pairings. It really sells itself, if you ask me. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I had f- completely forgotten about this chapter, but we do have online safety next. Online safety. I mean, even yeah. the picture, even the picture on the first page that says hot amateur calicos. <laughs> I, I just like don't even know what to do with this image. <laughs> yeah, this is see this chapter was really problematic for me because this is where they mention those criminal shifty eyed Eastern European immigrants, oh. which is exactly what my cats are. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're right. Dear God, I feel like we should end this recording because, Julie, you might be corrupting me and Christine and I'm, our ability. Right? Yeah. I mean, they're not in the house right now, but normally they are. Oh, thank God I brought my rosary oh. just in case. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also loved there were there were many distinctions between the kinds of, um, you know, activities that your cat might be involved with uh, with your computer. There are lots of cats sitting on computers, which... That was probably the most <laughs> realistic part of this. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, delightful. I liked their suggestion to, uh, you know, if you're going to let your cat use a credit card, give them, like, you know, a preloaded one <laughs> with small amounts of money so that they can't have their identity stolen. Oh, my God. And the fact that, like, I forget what the statistic was, but they were like, well, you know, 68% of cats don't have a credit card. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> Like, this is troubling. <laughs> I wonder if something like this, because the whole way through, not to like break the facade at all, because obviously we do believe that cats need to Fully. know about the dangers of all of these things. But I was really thinking, like, I wonder if this was, I wonder what the experience was like writing this. Like, I wonder if I could even attempt to write something like this, because it seems so like silly and detailed. Like, I'm, but, or it could be really fun to be like, Oh, I don't have to do any research. Here's this random 68% that, you know, means right, nothing. <laughs> Just make everything up based on what I've heard crazy people say. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me wonder if this guy also went through some sort of like childhood uh, indoctrination, if you will. Uh, very, because I feel like some of this stuff, these sentences, I'm like, wow, these are like really spot on. So I don't know if he like found these <laughs> online or just like remembered them from the folds of his brain. Um, but yeah, no, I agree. I was definitely picturing this person as like potentially like just the complete opposite of everything of all of this. I was thinking like, you know, yep. a, a picturing like a gay man with like a purple hair swoop or <laughs> and like you know, piercings and tattoos and all of the like opposite stereotypes of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I think so I obviously love puns, but I think one of my favorite puns was um is this the one in here? Hmm, let me find it. Oh, World of War Cat. It was like <laughs> <laughs> one of the most popular World of War Cat and I was like, wow, he really just pulled out all the stops with these puns. Yeah, and then like went into detail about like how World of War Cat can like corrupt your yeah. cat <laughs> yeah but then in the back one of the things for like additional resources is like world of warcraft like tips and tricks <laughs> really 
Oh my yeah. god, I didn't see that. I missed it. Oh my god, that's hysterical. Yeah. I highlighted that one because I was like, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he's not messing around, I gotta say. Oh my god. Oh, here, I also highlighted the 68% of cats don't have checking accounts or major credit cards. I mean, that I did a double take because I just like read it and then I was like, hold on, what did he just say? Uh, it really does do a good job of like kind of shaking you out of like any semblance of like you're just reading along. You kind of get like a, whoa. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's good at that. <laughs> well, while we're in the online section, I feel like I should tell the story that recently my cats don't, well, my cats do usually sit completely on any item that I need at any moment. Um, but mm-hmm. recently they did send a, uh, or almost sent a text message to Christine and M <laughs> in our little work oh. chat. <laughs> nice. It was a masterpiece also, by the way. It was beautiful. It really was. I had uh, stepped away to cook and someone, I still don't know who it was, I'm assuming Shadow, um, <laughs> had pranced across my keyboard and it was just, what was it? It was like all backslashes and then like one period at the end. <laughs> yeah. It's like a bunch of backslashes and then like like a really long paragraph. And you, <laughs> I was like, damn, Eva, I wish you had sent it so that you could just see yeah. like so that Emma and I could have really sat there and wondered like hmm what are we supposed to do with this uh, <laughs> but it was really well well done well done shadow there were very specific uh paw steps i feel like like he paused oh yeah and then moved on to one mm. other key and then bounded away <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i will say that is one of my like biggest fears working from home is that one day i'm gonna be on a zoom call and chuni's gonna like either unmute me or like turn my camera on oh god (laughs) turned on oh god that's like next level like typing is one thing but like revealing your face to a bunch of people is like next level Or just, like, revealing what I'm doing. So I do, like, I keep my camera on most of the time, but sometimes I just want to, like, get up and, like, make something in the kitchen or, like... Sure. I don't know. I'm, like, blowing my nose or doing something gross. Like, I don't (laughs) (laughs) But so far, it's... He's been pretty, pretty good. I can imagine it's going to happen, though. I feel like that's, like, one of the other reasons that this whole premise lends itself so well to cats filling in for you know the pamphlets originally intended for kids because cats like i mean i joke all the time that most of my cats maybe not murphy because she only cares about herself but franklin and shadow just want to fuck shit up all the time (laughs) like if anything they're demons (laughs) they are not pure (laughs) no truly you gotta talk to them (laughs) that's true well that's true Well, and, like, the second I get on a phone or anything, suddenly the cats, like, need to create some sort of chaos. And I'm like, it is like a child. Like, the second you're distracted, they're like, nope, remember me? Mm-hmm. You need to pay attention to me. So, yeah, I think that, <laughs> yeah. that the uh, the comparison fits pretty well, I would say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We did. Actually, maybe now's a good place to, to put out again for uh, we were trying to ask everyone if they had any dramatic or even not even just fun little uh, um, stories about their pets infiltrating their Zoom calls or meetings or anything mm. to let us know. <laughs> or to- life. Yeah, or life. Yeah. <laughs> or life. <laughs> we wanted to know in these times of work for Oh, home. that's a great one. That's a great one. I would love to hear what uh, what people have experienced. I usually just lock Junie downstairs because I don't trust him. 
<laughs> yeah, that is completely fair. <laughs> yeah. I usually just sit Chuni on my lap. Oh. Oh, you do? Wow. Does he stay? I do. Yeah, he does. I mean, I, he, I can, like, cradle him like a baby, and if he's calm <laughs> oh enough, God. he'll just, like, sit there in my arms like a baby during <gasps> oh the Oh, my God. Season. That's sweet. Like, in frame or out of frame? In frame. I want everyone to see him. <laughs> oh, my God. I had no idea. <laughs> Why are we doing this over audio? Damn it. <laughs> I know. What's wrong with us? <laughs> I mean, he's not here now. Oh, <laughs> he's on vacation. That's right. That's right. He's probably eating a mole somewhere. He probably mm. is eating a mole somewhere. Oh, man. Um, I also just found another one of my... I, I keep saying it, but this might be my absolute favorite line. This one uh, goes into the, the crime of cyberbullying. And mm. uh, cyberbullies, it says, can be anyone. Another cat, a mean dog, or... One of the evil traitorous birds who spy on America for the despot kings of Europe. <laughs> yeah, that's the one where I was like, "Oh shit, those are our enemies." I get, I get it now. <laughs> I'm on board. Oh my god, now it all makes sense. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about the 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 selfies. I'm sorry, the selfies. Uh, Oh, and how you know they can be harmless, but they can be extremely dangerous. Uh, center the centerfolds and cat fancy. You don't want to want your cat to end up there, you know. Oh my god! Yeah, the puns related to current things, but also like Fernster. <laughs> like was wasn't it Fernster for like Friendster? Oh, yeah, and Meow Space. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, and Snapcat. I forgot about Snapcat. Snapcat was good. World of Warcat. Yeah, there's a lot. He really uh, oh. pulled out all the stops there. <laughs> oh my god. Well, do we all feel that our online safety for ourselves and our cats are um, fully secured? Should we move on to drugs? <laughs> Yeah. Oh boy, that's the big one. Obviously, I'm ready when you are. I have some things to learn from this chapter, so let's do it. Clearly, Julia. (laughs) (laughs) I guess my cat's the one like in the chimney. So. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Which um uh does Juniper is he a big big into catnip or is he kind of indifferent? I feel like. I thought he didn't like it. Like, we gave him some toys and stuff, and he never seemed to care. And then one day, we, like, put some in his little cat tower, and we looked over, like, three days later, we looked over, and he was just, like, staring at a wall, and we were like, what's he doing? And we went over there, and he was, like, stoned out of his mind, and we were like, oh, shit. Okay, maybe. And ever since then, he seemed to uh, really have have, uh, grown a liking to it, but it took a few weeks for him to, like, care about it. And then suddenly he was like, yeah, yeah, I can get down with this stuff. <laughs> Starting his downward spiral. <laughs> yeah, doesn't make me sound so great uh, in light of this chapter, but. <laughs> I know, I really set you up for that one. I did apologies. <laughs> <laughs> I know, wait a second. I hope this is an anonymous meeting. <laughs> well, it is true. I should confess, Franklin is quite the ob- obsessed catnip. He is super into it although it is really cute it was really cute when we first got shadow and still i think shadow doesn't really care about catnip but every time we'll we'll sprinkle it in the kitchen for franklin and he'll just go nuts and like roll in it and eat it and he just loves it but shadow i don't think 
has the same effects on him, but he just starts rolling, not even in the catnip, just because he sees Franklin rolling. So it's kind of like a little... (laughs) Oh my (laughs) god! That's really cute! He's like, this must be what we do! (laughs) (laughs) It's that time again! Yeah. Which I'm sure is only a terrible trait when it comes to peer pressure and drugs and... (laughs) Okay, true. He's on a slippery slope, too. Yeah, I don't know why, but I feel like Junie, like, every few weeks will dis- rediscover or, like, care about catnip again. But it'll, like, for weeks at a time, he doesn't really give a shit. And then suddenly he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to put my whole face in this and uh, has a good time. <laughs> so it's definitely, like, a rare occurrence. But when it happens, it happens. Yeah, I wonder if there's, like, different... I mean, this might be something stupid to say. I wonder if there are, like, different strains of it. Like, there are, like, there is pot or if there's different, like you know different like in a toy might be different versus like sprinkling it like i don't know like eating it right (laughs) yeah maybe i mean i don't some cats like not even react to it as much or am i making that up no yeah i think you're definitely right murphy like does not she'll just walk completely by it as if it's just a mild annoyance wow interesting yeah what about you jules do your cats partake of the drugs Oh, all of my cats partake of the drugs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, you saw Mushu. He he likes to like rub his whole face in it. Yes. Oh, yeah. And he sometimes eats it. Actually, I I dumped a bunch out for him this morning and he's just been like sleep so this is the cat that's like does not come out from under the bed and like is scared of everything. He's been sleeping like out in the wide open in the middle of oh. my carpet all afternoon because oh. I think he's like stoned. <laughs> and doesn't know any different (laughs) see drugs are fun yeah drugs are fun this is also the cat that i give cbd to oh Oh, there you go man this cat's like a little double double druggy oh yeah you started that a while ago right because you weren't you doing that because you were worried he had a little kitty anxiety he does have little kitty anxiety. Oh, mud. <laughs> yeah, I think the catnip's helping a little bit more than the CBD. Actually, oh. what's helping the most is Chuni not being around. <laughs> but yeah, no, he's, he's doing great. Oh, well, good for my think- drugs. <laughs> I mean,. Julia, not, I just, I want to tell you, uh, the, the results of what you're doing might be pretty disastrous because apparently... Catastrophic. Uh, <laughs> catastrophic. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> because catnip is grown in Afghanistan where the sale of the illicit drug is used to buy white children for their harems. So I think next time you should think twice. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I do hear that giving cats catnip will cause a second 9-11. Oh, yeah, that's right. It gets us closer to the next 9-11. I was oh, like, what the fuck? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm so glad you remembered that part, because I had actually forgotten that part, but that was one of the more, like, wow, this is brilliant satire. Yeah, that was one of those jarring moments where I was like, oh, shit, Okay. We're going yeah. there. We are no, no, uh, no area is safe from uh, <laughs> critique here. Oh my god, the list of like how to tell if your cat is using drugs is excellent. Like, does your cat <laughs> act as if they can hear noises that aren't really there? I was like, I'm pretty sure every cat is on drugs at yeah, this point. It's just cat behavior. Although I do like that 
there's like a paired picture of a cat with the bread face. Oh, oh my yes. god! <laughs> yeah. I'm like, of course it would be in the drug chapter. Why wouldn't it be? <laughs> of course. <laughs> that was another one of those places where I was like, did this book really, was this really just born of someone searching cat photos online and was like, Ah, uh, yes. Here is what I will say about that. <laughs> that cat's on drugs. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Well, to round out the drug chapter here, there was actually an entire um, story script that you oh, can yeah. actually tell to your cat as like a, what's it, like a morality tale? Yeah, that was mm-hmm. really sad. I was like, poor Professor Fluffy Face. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know. Kicked out of his own home. I know this one I definitely got to the point where I was like I had to be like I know this is satire I know this is not real it's so sad <laughs> same I looked at the photos like oh god is that a- is that is Professor Fluffy Cat okay I know <laughs> no guys basically this entire uh, story is kind of what you would expect but it's Professor Fluffy Face is led down the wrong path mm. by his friend Snickers Pussyfoot <laughs> of course <laughs> who casually offers him some uh, catnip one day and because as we know this is a gateway drug to heroin and cocaine obviously he just you know loses all sense of oh this was another another really great pun though at the end um professor fluffy face by the end of the story had committed the worst crime a cat can be convicted of first degree murder (laughs) oh my god (laughs) i read that and i was like are they actually insinuating that this cat murdered a human or like what (laughs) i was like maybe i shouldn't think too too deeply into this probably but i think they are possibly insinuating that (laughs) oh my gosh okay well julia in particular do you feel equipped now to talk to Yushu in particular about his drug habit because we don't want him going down the road of Professor Fluffy Face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um maybe when he wakes up from his drug induced stupor. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll be there for an intervention if you need us. Oh my gosh, yes. We could have a follow up that's just an intervention. Oh god. <laughs> Oh my god, that should be a follow-up for this author. Um, hello, Zachary Auburn, if you're listening. Great you idea. Have, right? Like a whole, like a how-to stage an intervention for your cat should they become addicted to cat. Now. Yes, like now that you've convinced us, now what do we do? <laughs> Wait, I kind of want it to be like a box of like, sorry, this has just turned into a brainstorming session for cat merch. <laughs> <laughs> but what if it came in like a box, like a... um. Like a like a Fab Fit Fun type thing, but like uh a, for like a party, but it's a fake inter like a fake party, but an intervention for your cat. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Good idea. I'm in. All right. Well, subscription starting um next month. You can subscribe to. Mm, I'll have to come up with a good pun. We'll work on it. We'll, we'll workshop it. We'll, we'll have to sell Julia three or four. <laughs> Case. <laughs> yeah we'll make them for julia first and then yeah, that's we'll to test them out <laughs> yeah i mean i'll definitely need one for mushu <laughs> yeah we'll we'll just make it specifically for mushu and then in the instructions we'll say that people should just cross out mushu and put in whatever their cat's name is <laughs> <laughs> that's a good idea <laughs> oh man well should we move on to puberty everyone's favorite please. topic yeah please well, whose cats are youngest? I feel like maybe 
is it maybe Shadow of all of our cats? It's got to be Shadow, right? Yeah. I think so. How old is Shadow? I think he's one and a half now. Okay, Jenny just turned three, I think. No, two. Wait. Shit, now I don't know. <laughs> I think two. I think maybe oh, two. Oh, you know what? I think it is two, actually, because remember, he was uh, the f- one of the first times I went to your house. He was just a little kitten. Like a baby, right? Okay, yeah, yeah then two, too. So he's still pretty little, too, but I think Shadow's younger. Yeah, I think you might be right. Yeah. Oh, my God. Now I'm just picturing baby Junie. He's so cute. When we thought he was a girl. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> <Mom>. <laughs> Oh, um, okay. Well, let's see. Puberty was definitely the section where they, I think you're right, Christine. This was definitely the section where they were very gendered and they segmented them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> where it's kittens like, and boy kittens. <laughs> where it's like that uh, God punishes girl cats for Eve's sin in the Garden of Eden <laughs> by going, like, for her going in, into heat or having a period like a human. <laughs> Cats will behave in erratic, just like a human. They'll just like human women. Cats and heat will behave in erratic or irrational ways as their brain becomes addled with female hormones. Oh my god! The devil-inspired madness. That's what I'm going to call my period every month now. The devil-inspired madness has arrived. (laughs) I can't come out today. I did also like the section here about. what can I do if I suspect, suspect my kitten is being bullied? And it basically Aww. was like, tell your kitten to fight back. Like, loser, <laughs> only losers get bullied. <laughs> oh, so yeah, it literally said very that. Very triggering. <laughs> I know. I was like, ouch, damn. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it says uh, they should try harder to fit in and be popular in order to avoid the ridicule <laughs> of their peers. It's like, Jesus. <laughs> God, this section's pretty like wide sweeping because it also covers masturbating. Oh, and great! Sexting. Oh, the sexting. Oh, God. I think this is also maybe our first uh, introduction to homu sexuality. Oh yeah. Oh God. <laughs> oh my God. There was a lot in this chapter. You're right. This is the one where they were like saying, oh, "Okay, you know, you need to be careful what your cats are wearing. They shouldn't be wearing anything like skimpy." They should, oh, if your cat is wearing a rainbow-colored collar, uh, you got to be careful because they might be gay. <laughs> oh, this was also the section that um, the one, one of the few uh, questions that they asked Zachary Auburn in that interview that I read of his, it was talking about, um, I think the question was, will there be, do you think there are some, uh, maybe like a 10 year old out there that read this and are actually trying to talk to their cats about gun safety and abstinence and puberty. We can only hope so. And he, <laughs> yeah, true, truly. But basically, he was like, oh God, I hope not. I mean, he was like, in the his like reasoning then was like, well, I think it was, I think he said Random House, whatever the publisher was. He was like, Random House did make me blur out all the dildos that I had in here, but. Oh, <laughs> just about to mention the photo of the like cat gay pride parade where like all of the balloons are blurred out. <laughs> but they're like barely blurred out. They're just like kind of fuzzy. Yeah, you can still see like some graphic detail. Just like on a, these. a b- blurry, like obviously dick shaped balloon. <laughs> 
I love that Random House made him do that, but then in the par- in the paragraph he says, "It's so sick and twisted. We dare not print it uncensored." I was like, "Yeah, twisted." Okay, that is true. It's like barely pixelated at all. It is. It's like a little fuzzy. Also, this uh, float definitely looks like it's in the middle of, like, definitely could be L.A., definitely just, like, one trailer at, like, one maybe school. <laughs> yeah. 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 It does like look like a school. crummy trailer. <laughs> <laughs> um, can we also uh, talk about how this one was, like, really hit close to home where they're, like, what should you do if your cat has chosen to be a homosexual? Uh, you should pray. And I was like, oh, God. This is like <laughs> yep. spot on real life. Here we go. Yep. Yep. Oh, my God. Yeah. And the um, uh, I think this is the first place we get the cat conversion therapy, too, oh, which geez. was also very dark. <laughs> yeah, they no. went into some uh, dark spots here for sure. Mm-hmm. I did love the gender lit- neutral litter boxes uh, comment here too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that restaurants are being forced to have. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I mean, I guess I should say we thought our cat was a girl. Now he's a boy. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm uh, in need of this chapter. <laughs> oh, we had a cat like that growing up. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. What did you do to well, cope? I- <laughs> this one's kind of like pre uh, I don't know Eva do you remember Uska I do remember Uska yeah mom and dad thought she was a boy at first and named her Oscar Oh. <laughs> 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 and then found out she was a girl and she became Uska <laughs> <laughs> well we didn't even change Juniper's name we were like well he's just gonna have to live with it <laughs> <laughs> it's fair <laughs> Oh my god, I think one of the funniest things in here to me was uh, the bullying thing, like to, to tell if your cat's being bullied. Uh, has your cat, or does your cat seem reluctant to attend school? Has your cat started wearing a black trench coat? I was like, wait a second. I was like, oh my god. Oh no. Didn't that one also, like, there was like a little in parentheses that was like, this may be hard to tell if your cat has black fur. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's if they're trying out the goth lifestyle, which you never know. <laughs> which Shadow might, so be careful. Oh my god, he is... Oh, it is true. It probably is. I need to keep a really <laughs> close eye on him. But how am I going to tell? Because, so they talk about... He talks about the trench coats, but later he also talks about, yeah, goth cats dying their fur black. How am I going to know which one it is? Oh, shit. You're right. You better hope he goes for the trench coat. So I can just take it off. <laughs> just take off that trench coat only losers get bullied (laughs) oh man what should i do if my cat has chosen to be a homosexual (laughs) (laughs) oh it's so bad it's so bad and just so yeah so sadly accurate you're right to so many things that are out there just like fill your cat's heart with with the love of Jesus and they won't be gay anymore. Oh my god, I forgot about that part. <laughs> I think it I think it makes total sense. I mean, doesn't it though? Oh, this next <laughs> chapter might actually be my favorite. I know I've said that the, this entire time, but 
the post-apocalyptic yeah are we ready to move on or do Mm. we have more i mean i have a hundred more highlighted things in uh the puberty (laughs) section as well (laughs) i'm ready to discuss the the post-apocalypse if you are yeah let's do it okay I mean, I feel like now that we have the we have a solid base, we have a solid understanding. Absolutely, a lot of basics. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I feel like this is on. kind of circling back around to the gun safety chapter. Yes, totally. Yes. Now I feel like I'm in book club. I'm like, you know, he references something from chapter one. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the theme reoccur? <laughs> the theme. There's definitely a fucking theme in this book. I tell you. Then again, that's being very generous to a book club in particular that I attend, in which we read one book every two months and don't talk about the book. Oh, amazing. Okay, that's the kind of book club I want to join. Yeah, we mostly drink wine. And then literally one time, we got really self-aware about it one day when someone, we at most, someone brought it up and then we all started discussing the font size of the book. (laughs) We were like, oh, no. Oh, what has happened here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is not good. <laughs> oh my god, I love that. Um. So yeah. So everyone, you should really just um, be if you were wondering if you should talk to your cat about post-apocalyptic survival. The answer is resoundingly yes. Obviously, yeah. Because their instincts aren't good enough, and they need no. to learn first aid. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> it's what i took away from this chapter (laughs) yeah that sums it up i think the detail in that first aid section was wild (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i mean honestly if i'm thinking about it and like the survival outcomes of like everyone who lives in this apartment right now like Mushu and I are useless Chuni will survive and the only (laughs) reason he would need me at all is for first aid (laughs) (laughs) I mean it literally says here see I actually was like wow this one actually is pretty accurate that um Virtually all cats are innately skilled at reviving humans from a state of deep unconsciousness simply by standing on the victim's chest (laughs) and meowing loudly until they're fed. I was like, well, that's literally every single morning of my life. So, yeah, (laughs) that would probably work. (laughs) It is true. This author has to have cats. Yeah, right? Yeah. There's such, like, basic (laughs) cat owner resentment in this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it is kind of a nice dream to hope that someday that horribly obnoxious behavior might save my life. Maybe I'll think about it <laughs> that way now in the mornings. Well, do you have your um oh shoot, I forget the uh the term, but like do you have your cat readiness pack uh available for your cat to carry at all times? <laughs> you know, I got to say, I have not prepared it yet and I'm pretty ashamed. And Actually, I made one of the first cardinal sins. You're not supposed to talk about any of your post-apocalyptic plans. Oh wait, so. shit, that's right. <laughs> oh, no, so maybe no. I'm just uh, maybe I'm just joking around, and actually, I have a really serious plan. Oh my god, you're a step ahead of me. Mm-hmm. Oh, good work. I mean, Eva, you did literally gift me with my favorite gift of all time, which was the earthquake <laughs> preparedness kit, and 
<laughs> I literally, it's a cute little backpack. And I, the second they started talking about this everyday carry kit for your cat, I was like, yeah, that's probably what I would use that for. I think Jeannie could carry that for me. <laughs> oh my God. Can you imagine just that like cute little backpack, but like teeny tiny but baby and just size. like, oh. oh, okay. Well now we're also not only making intervention kits, party kits, but we're also making cat preparedness merch backpacks. merch, merch. <laughs> but you gotta tailor it because that's true I mean, oh different so right obviously there are going to be different post-apocalyptic scenarios for different climates naturally yes oh no God, snake so bites true. in manhattan <laughs> apparently <laughs> apparently is what i learned from this chapter <laughs> oh my gosh yeah and going into la summer we would definitely need way more you know as they suggested bandanas to wipe the sweat from our cat's brows as oh they yes fight. Mm. yes naturally mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i loved the um the idea of teaching your cat how to drive and not even just cars but also jet skis so that the cat doesn't <laughs> you know get wet <laughs> yeah <laughs> And also, don't forget a manual. A manual, not just uh, not just automatic, because you never know. <laughs> like that would be great, because I don't know how to drive a stick shift. So if my cat did, I'd be covered. Exactly. Yeah, that sounds good to me. I mean, isn't that just the goal in general? Is to make just to flip it on our cats? Because right now they definitely mooch off of us, but don't we want to yeah. flip it so that they are pulling their own weight and we're mooching off of them? Do something for me for once. I mean, if society collapses, I'm moving into the woods and Chuni will be hunting for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, except, oh, I am apologize in advance for saying the words I'm about to say. The only thing he's going to give you is the liver that he doesn't eat from no. those animals oh, that terrible. we have seen oh sorry Listen, in that's probably a great source of healthy fats so yeah. don't that's he knows what's best for you <laughs> that's a good point actually our dad does um stock up on he eats he actually eats a ton of what chicken livers before he donates blood so maybe he's just mm-hmm. preparing you to donate blood and be See? a good citizen yeah but See? he's he's also trying to work towards his uh zip up sweater that red cross gives you if you like donate oh enough blood during the year so he like really needs his <gasps> oh iron <laughs> christine he, level that's amazing he is full peggy hilling like i didn't realize how <gasps> hard he was peggy hilling until we had a family chat recently and he is julia one of oh my god, oh my god one of christine and I, I like i don't i don't want to speak for you christine but we I feel like we were both watching King of the Hill around the same time. Oh yes. And there is my favorite. Oh, it's just so good and there's such an excellent scene where Peggy and um their one of their neighbors is trying to they're basically like competing to donate the most blood so that they get a mug <laughs> to the point that like Peggy is like crawling on the ground at the end but like has the mug and is like trying to victoriously raise it but can't cuz she is <laughs> low on blood. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's so good. And your dad has become that person, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, he already has a, like, pullover sweater that says Hero for Babies on oh the bottom. Oh, my <laughs> Whoa, that's interesting. <laughs> because he has, like, the special blood that babies can y- use. What? Yeah. So. It's wild. He's a universal donor. We hear about it a lot. He's a universal... <laughs> Well, oh, he's, like, I bet. I was gonna donor, say, but then he's also like something, something negative, and so he can give to babies, not just like everyone. Oh my! So God. he takes it very seriously. It is like I'm gonna get that Clearly. zip up sweater. <laughs> oh God! Because yeah, he's upgrading right from the pullover to the zip up. 
And from the pullover oh to the zip up, yeah. Mm-hmm. Got it. Gotta get those mugs and sweatshirts, man. <laughs> well, I gotta say, speaking of this post-apocalyptic world, I did also really appreciate, um, you know, when it says what scenarios do I need to prepare my cat for, uh, foreign invasion, and it says here... <laughs> Uh, should a foreign power invade the United States, our military, weakened as it is by the forced inclusion of women and homosexuals, <laughs> I was like, oh, man, shots fired. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I did also love the inclusion here of in the self-defense section, but along those lines of like things that we need to safeguard against. Um, gangs of rampaging criminals and radioactive dogs. Mm. <laughs> oh my God. Right. He's like all over the place. Oh, and the massive ghost attack. I forgot he brought the <gasps> ghost back. Do ghosts come oh. back in this chapter? Yeah, there's like yeah, a whole about section that. about ghost attacks and um, you need to show your cat where you store your holy water and crucifixes <laughs> and make sure that your kitty is trained in the use of high caliber firearms. Remember from chapter one, because uh, <laughs> only certain bullets can take down the average ghost. So, That's oh, correct. but you know, yes. fun fact, apparently uh, ghost cats mirror living cats in that they possess nine undeaths. So they're extra oh, hard no. to get rid of. Yeah, I cannot. I have that underlined as well. That was another part where I like disassociated from my body and I was know. like, "That's so good." <laughs> I was like, "How in God's name do you come up with this shit?" Uh, I Excellent. just, I don't know. Yeah, Excellent. I mean, if we're including all of the enemies in this chapter, um, he also lists criminals, dogs, hostile aliens, and tidal waves. <laughs> Well, Julia, you sh- I feel like you should weigh in here because especially on the aliens topic, hostile aliens, I mean, that relates, though, to cats being aliens. Good point. Back to yeah. how do you view this? Tell us. So I, I feel like if it's going to be a post-apocalyptic scenario and aliens are invading, it's probably going to be like the cats of the universe coming back to claim their like descendants, oh. you know? Oh, Okay. In which case, we don't want to teach them anything because they're going to be against us. <gasps> yeah, that's my fear is that they'll turn. <laughs> right? Oh, no. You going to turn, Mushu? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. He just now woke I'm up. I'm scared. Oh. <laughs> Great. So now he's drugged and he's going to turn on us. Thanks so much, Jules. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Great. And he probably heard everything you just said about yeah, preparing just pretending to be and asleep. gun safety. <laughs> Dear God, how will we ever survive? <laughs> I just love that, like, the part where it's like, once I've taught them survivalist skills, they're safe, right? And they're like, absolutely not. No, you're still, <laughs> there's still a lot to do. I'm like, damn, it's never ending. I did love that. Yeah, at the end of every chapter, it asks the same, basically the same question of like, once I've talked to my cat about these things, is my job done? And it's like, absolutely not. No. This is a daily fight we all must yeah. wage. <laughs> Against Satan, usually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, which we are up to oh. the Satanism section. Yeah. What a good segue. Here we go. Oh, wow. <laughs> Unintentional, but perfect. Okay. Wow, this, this I got to say, was my favorite. I got to say. 
Yeah, this was a good one. I felt personally attacked in this one when they mentioned, like... Me too. <laughs> I mean, I felt personally attacked in all of them, but especially this one where they mentioned, like, <laughs> single women with, like, multitudes of cats. Oh! I'm like, well... Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. There we go. <laughs> Wait, yeah, this is the section with Wicca. This was, like, one yes. of my actual favorite lines. In actuality, Wicca is merely watered-down Satanism luring foolish young women with liberal arts degrees into lesbian covens where they <laughs> worship a goddess and their menses. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god, which you know is uh, created by Satan uh, and is a punishment from God, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god. It all makes sense. Yet yeah. again, a better callback than any book club I have ever been a part of. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, this is uh this is some sound logic, I gotta say. Um Prince of Lies, yeah, he's uh he's everywhere, <laughs> apparently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like that they also mention D D as a Satanist recruiting agent. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. And Harry what was it Furry Purder books? Um that magic, that Harry Fairy Purder <laughs> magic is extremely dangerous. I think this is where they also mention uh, Salem from Sabrina. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Salem and um, wasn't the worst one of all uh, Azarel from the Smurfs? Yeah, the yes. guy from the Smurfs. <laughs> yes, which I was not expecting that turn of events. No. Such a specific thing that that person had to have remembered or stumbled upon while researching. I know. I like to think it was in his brain already, but who knows? I would like to think that as well. (laughs) Also, I love that instead of in the past when he was saying like, oh, World of War Cat is so dangerous. But now he's like, but you can celebrate themes that make America great, such as our military or capitalism by playing Call of Duty or Grand Theft Auto. (laughs) Like, Yeah, those are okay, but... (laughs) It's truly so nice that he's helping us along the way, not just telling us what not to do, you know? That's true. Real tips. Real life tips. Also, did you catch the other? There's another like actual true crime little tidbit in here about the um, black metal uh, murders and the church burnings in Norway. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't even catch that. There was like a little section here. Of course, it's black mutal. Oh, sure. As a Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. satanic genre. Um, But yeah, it like was very like it went through the whole thing of like may- Muham, <laughs> mayhem the band mayhem that were like burning churches in norway in the 90s was that real <laughs> yeah yeah that was actually real oh i didn't know that i thought he just made up some like really banana story yeah no this one was super wild because yeah that's based on a real i only know this watching oh, a, um a movie that one of one of the calkins is in but it's not one of the main two and it really threw me off <laughs> <laughs> one of the calkins yeah um, but there's actually a murder involved, too, that, like, the band Mayhem, I think it was one of the main killers, or main singers, killed the other one. Oh, Jesus. But, yeah, I was, like, reading through that, and I was like, oh, my God, this guy even knows about, like, a really weird, obscure, like, black metal murder in Norway. <laughs> this is the cool, I would need to meet, the, you guys need wow. to interview this dude on the show someday. This is fascinating. <laughs> Oh, wait, we actually 100% need to do this. Christine, will you come back on when we interview Oh, my them? God. I would literally force my way in even if you didn't invite me. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. Definitely making a mental note of that. We 100% have to do that. <laughs> yes. 
I will Ugh. say that this is the chapter where I have to admit to you, I'm pretty sure my cat is involved in a satanic cult because <laughs> I was reading this checklist and I was like, oh, God, oh, God, every single one, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, I mean, what are the ones here? Has your cat started keeping odd hours? Are they awake at night and sleep during the day? I was like, okay, well, you basically just covered every feline. In the world, probably. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> we all know night is the devil's time. Mm, obviously. Yeah. So true. Um, Christine, does Juniper also touch a Bible uh, and yowl in pain? Or does the Bible catch on fire? Yeah, that's the craziest <laughs> part is. <laughs> yeah, we've had to uh, get new smoke detectors installed. Um, <laughs> because, you know, we have so many Bibles laying around. <laughs> Well, as you should, so that the cats can lay on them. But I guess oh, that that's true. Does pose a problem that if your cat is into Satanism, how does how do you do that? Okay, this we just found a loophole in this damn book. Well, here. Eva, I think the answer is that you lay books or Bibles around so that if the Bible catches on fire, you know you need to do something and intervene <laughs> because something is wrong, and your cat has turned down a dark path. Like little bear traps around your house. <laughs> yeah. Just setting fires everywhere. That seems real safe. Um, this other one felt very like specific to M. Uh, if you record their meows, do their do they sound sinister or evil when played backwards? <laughs> yes. Uh, and truly, one of M's favorite videos, which I hate, is the video that Blaze <laughs> took of bringing Juniper to the vet. And he just yowled and screamed like a human. Oh. And it's like a horrible shrieking noise. And M thinks it's the funniest thing in the world. And it like breaks my heart. But M used to just play it over and over again. And uh, it is just the most disturbing noise. No. So, I mean, it's entirely possible uh, that that's some sort of sinister magic. Um, <laughs> yeah. Also, you know, the scratching demonic runes and pentagrams into the litter. Like that oh, is. Mm-hmm. Ooh frightening i don't really look that closely but i mean maybe i should start analyzing closer i mean truly there are so many enlightening things here that i had no idea (laughs) i feel like most of these chapters had like something sinister happening in around or behind the litter box yes it's true (laughs) it's a danger zone yeah drugs satanic rituals I mean, also the litter box is rife with uh, risk, too, because it could be a gender-neutral litter box, which, God oh, forbid. Shit. Yeah. You're right. That's dangerous. Oh, God. Ugh. That's dangerous. Slippery yeah. slope. Such a slippery slope. I did like this. It felt very at the very end of all of the, the lists of, like, the list of items that, you know, your cat could be into Satanism. It just It just felt so, like jeff foxworthy of like your cat could be in a satanic cult (laughs) (laughs) i know oh god it's true um i love the one too that's like does your cat uh not want to go to church i was like (laughs) "Hmm." well technically probably not (laughs) i don't really want to test it out but yeah, I don't really want to admit that I don't really want to go to church either. <laughs> no, exactly. I think he gets it from me. <laughs> it is true by the end of this, I was like, I could just replace myself into all of these things. And uh, just every single one, I'm like, 
yeah, I just the, the opposite. I'm into that. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I felt like spoken to. I also n- nip at people's hands when they try to rub my belly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, Julia, that was you a while ago, I think, that said, um, uh, oh, my gosh, it was so funny. I've like always remembered it. You were like, you know, I really wish I could be more like a cat so I could be like deemed as adorable but also be as mean as a cat can be <laughs> oh that is a fun yeah yeah I mean it's pretty ideal it's pretty because smart. no one blames a cat when you like reach out to touch them and they're like no but if you're a person it's like rude <laughs> yeah and if you're a dog yeah. like you have to play all the time and it's like no that's true I'd rather just uh decide when I want to scratch you yeah <laughs> That's very, very wise, Julia. Yeah. Second life goals to be a cat. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially in this day of uh, social distancing, the the whole like scratch get away from me thing. Very useful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very useful. Not to bring it too current, but they are the original social distancers. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, that's that's deep, Eva. <laughs> I mean, Mushu is for sure. He hasn't touched another cat in years. <laughs> I mean, truly, I think being home, Juniper has like distanced himself more from us than he ever has in his entire life. Like he just is over it. He's over it. <laughs> too many people around. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Chuni is too. He used to like come cuddle with me every morning, but he doesn't do that anymore. I think because I'm around all day long. <laughs> Yeah, they get like tired of us. It's very rude. He's like, no, thanks. Mm-mm. Well, I think yeah. we've reached the end of the book, but that is a great segue into something that Julia thought to come up with to ask, which is super fun and thinking about what your cat would be like as a personality in quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I want to hear you guys what you guys have thought of. I'm trying to brainstorm here. Yeah, Eva, you have so many. I know, and I really should have. I oh, I just don't even know. I know Shadow would be, I do think Shadow would 100% first and foremost be a friend who is starting too many Zoom hangouts. Like, because he's so clingy in a cute way, in a very like well-intentioned way. But I think he would be that person that is like starting an entirely too many Zoom calls <laughs> for like, with like random themes. <laughs> Oh my god. Like forcing <laughs> themes into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the other two, Franklin, I don't know. Franklin, I think, would be like, yeah, I don't know what he would be. He's so like mischievous and destructive. So, like, maybe he would be doing like just like spiraling into some like really weird hobbies that he's not getting good at or something. But I feel like that one's less like <laughs> flesh out than shadow <laughs> spiraling. <laughs> I think Junie would be I texted Eve about this but I'm pretty sure like the more I think about it the more I think it's true that he would be that person who like just go scrolls through Instagram and like judges everybody's new like uh, hobbies like new quarantine hobbies because (laughs) I started a puzzle recently and I realized he was just taking pieces off the table and then carrying them into another room and then chewing them up and then bringing them back (laughs) 
I was like, why do you even bring them back? Like, they're destroyed now. And so I have all these, like, little pieces left at my feet that are just, like, destroyed puzzle pieces. I'm like, he's so cruel. So I think he would just be that asshole who's like, oh, yeah, okay, like, Janet knits now, sure. Like, just judging everybody's uh, new hot, new quarantine hobbies. That's my guess oh my <laughs> from God. personal experience. What an agent of chaos. Bring them back is the real touch. That is yeah. demonic. Like chaos. He wants you to know that he judges you <laughs> for doing puzzles now. Isn't that monstrous? Like, he literally brings them back. I was like, that is just an extra layer of mean. <laughs> it is, because you usually hear about cats, like, stealing puzzle pieces, and then you have to, like, wonder if they're lost or not he wants you to know that they're not lost but that they're fully destroyed (laughs) it's like i want you to see what i've done like oh my god (laughs) jules you have a lot of cats to pick from too you whether they live with you or not i do so i think we we all know mushu is the person whose life has like not changed at all because he's always (laughs) been agoraphobic (laughs) oh i love that that's a good one yeah so i mean he's he's pretty easy to peg <laughs> i think chuni would probably be the one to like just pack up and go live in the woods and be like i'll come back when it's over oh <laughs> or will i maybe just stay out or there will I? just out here in case the apocalypse happens exactly <laughs> preparing yeah sharpening his hunting skills oh my god <laughs> <laughs> That's good, too. Oh, wow. We have quite a variety on our hands here. I know. We've really crossed the spectrum of uh, of quarantine personalities. <laughs> and I will say, I know he's a dog, but my dog would be the one who didn't even know anything happened at all. He'd be like, hey, what? <laughs> He'd be like, what? What? what's a quarantine? I just know it. He'd be like, oh, I don't follow the news. Like, I just can't guarantee. He still hasn't realized anything's different. <laughs> Oh my god, wait what is such a perfect like encompassing of I feel like a dog spirit. <laughs> One million percent. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, well, as long as I get fed, I don't really give a shit about anything else. So <sighs> Oh my gosh. Well, I can't believe we I can't believe we've been through such a such a journey here of um education <laughs> for as uh, cat owners. I really think like we've all changed and for the better, yeah. definitely. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And hopefully our cats mm-hmm. in the future, mm-hmm. now that we can implement all of these, you know, wise and uh, morally upright ideals. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a long week. I'm going to have a lot of talks. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta stop wearing my dinosaur shirt. Oh, yeah. You're sending the wrong message. <laughs> or at least find out if it's Godzilla first. <laughs> That's a good point. Well, I think it's Godzilla, but I mean, he's kind of a dinosaur, too. I guess that's true. Born out of radioactivity. Yeah, he'd probably be in the in that the threat category. Right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, okay, well, Aunt, uh, Zachary Auburn, if there's any possible slight chance you are listening, please talk to us. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we need your help with cat intervention. I have so many questions. We really do. We have a lot of follow-up. Um, we have a lot of merch ideas for you. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. You're welcome, by the way. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. And thank you for this gem of uh, 
collection of pamphlets <laughs> that I never knew I needed. <laughs> Truly. I was telling Eva I'm like uh like decluttering and donating a bunch of stuff and I had just donated like two giant box of books and I was like, well this one is staying with me in my select number <laughs> of books that I'm actually keeping because it is that special and important. You're going to need it as a reference in the future. That's right. So. I'm ready. Keep it around. That's true. It's a daily fight. <laughs> it's a daily fight. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my gosh. Christine, thank you so much for being on. This was so much fun. This is yeah. the funnest thing I've done in so long, you guys. Thank you uh, for having me. I'm so happy. Oh this is like, ugh, so much fun. Well, we definitely have part two coming up when we do talk to Zachary Auburn Huzzah! and get in touch with us. <laughs> I'll vision board it and make sure he comes back. <laughs> yes. Um, and yeah, thank you all for listening. Um, you can find us online and oh, a little, a little tidbit too. When we have guests on our little guest series, we are going to be donating all of those proceeds for this episode and for the previous episode with M, which was also such a blast. If you haven't listened to that one, um, we read Benicula. Uh, it was super, super fun. Also, Christine, small, small aside real quick before we end. Yes. We did get a lemon mention in that episode because of the petrified. Oh, I heard it. Oh, I heard it. I uh, I was I heard the disdain in M's voice, and I went, "Haha!" And I just love those little victories. They're what keep me going every day. You know, that's the kind of thing that I hear, and it just really brightens my spirit. So I appreciated that deeply, and I also learned a lot from that whole episode. So another educational one in the books. Yeah. Oh my gosh, so great. Well, again, thank you so much. And um, yeah, hope you guys all out there are staying safe and staying in. And hopefully your cats haven't gotten tired of you as some of ours have. But <laughs> now you have such instructional material to uh, while away those days in quarantine. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thanks again. And yeah, pet all of your uh, morally upright kitties for us. That's right. <laughs> Thanks. Bye, everybody. Right. Bye. Bye.